It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone. Final segment of Inside Sources today. It is great to be with you. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. And as we were talking before the break, uh, so many of us have uh, used the the excuse, if only I'd had, if only I had time, if only I had time. And it's a great way to justify not doing a lot of different things. But now we have time. So now what? This is this is the big test, and uh, that's what we're going to hit here in this uh, final segment today, uh, because one of the things that I think is a, a curse of the modern age is that we're we become so efficient at so many things that it our efficiency almost turns into an obsession of what else we can get done, and we cram more and more and more into the same twenty four hours, same twenty four hours. Uh, that everybody had 200 years ago or 400 years ago or 1,000 years ago. It hasn't changed. It's still 24 hours. And our obsession has been, well, what else can we jam in? And it expands and it expands and it expands. And and the the phrase, if only I had time, I would, uh, plagues people from every walk of life and all kinds of organizations. And in most cases, it prevents us from actually thinking about what actually matters most. And whether that's in your business or in your personal life, it's the same. Uh, if only I had time. Uh, that's that's the excuse. That's the justification for not prioritizing our priorities. Important lesson. Here's how it tends to go. I may have used a few of these myself on occasion. <laughs> not exercising? Just don't have time. Not spending enough time with your spouse? Wish I had more time. Not picking up uh, new skills at work professionally, so busy, no time. Not engaging in meaningful ways with your children or grandchildren, if only there were time. Not taking time to think deeply or decompress from all the stress in our lives, oh, I wish there were time for that. Not connecting with friends, maybe, maybe when there's time. Not serving in the community, sorry, simply no time, can't do it. So, Coronavirus comes upon us. Current crisis uh, has created an extraordinary opportunity for all of us to see where the time goes and what can actually happen if only I had time. So really interesting. Again, things tend to expand as we go on. We have a lot of filler in our lives. Uh, One of those that I am especially passionate about is meetings. A survey by Account Temp showed 63% of employees and executives believe that many meetings are unnecessary and most could have been handled in an email. 63%. Uh, I believe that. There are a lot of meetings that should never happen. Uh, I believe in stand-up meetings, 15-minute meetings, uh, focus meetings. You can get a lot done. Uh, 66% of employees complained that uh, time lost uh, because the meeting started late, ended late. Uh, Mostly they're ineffective, a lot of distractions. So just think of it this way in your life, fewer meetings overall, 
more focus, more productive meetings would also create more time. Now, most people are working from home, so we have eliminated the long, time-consuming, stress-inducing commutes, so there's some more time. Tragically, no sports, no concerts, no travel, more time for you. There's more discretionary time for, for most people. So the challenge, one of the challenges anyway, is that our electronic devices are devouring most of the extra time we've been blessed with during this uh, stay safe, stay at home period. Uh, The average adult spends about three and a half hours a day using the internet on their phones. And those numbers, of course, have been skyrocketing since we've been staying home or sheltering in place around the country, around the world. Uh, But sadly, binge watching the shows, endless scrolling on social media, endless status checking uh, consume a lot of that time. Uh, interesting, Washington Post this week showed, uh, studies showed that increased screen time can lead to a whole array of maladies ranging from the physical, the eye strain, the neck strain, obesity, the mental, anxiety and depression, a lot of comparing. And and while most experts agree that a, a few weeks of this is not going to condemn us all, uh, but we do need to be careful. We need to take stock in how our additional screen time is impacting us personally, how it's impacting us professionally, in our families, and, and so on. And, and so that leads us back in time uh, to Benjamin Franklin, who posed the ultimate question, dost thou love life? Then do not squander time, for it is the stuff life is made of. So the answer, the, the chance to answer the uh, if only I had time question will actually end up speaking volumes about us individually and collectively and say a lot about our character in what's ahead and so we need to to look at that. Uh, one world religious leader, Elder Jeffrey R. Holland, uh, an apostle in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, has suggested some great places to start. Uh, in a recent interview uh, that he did with Sarah Jane Weaver, uh, Elder Holland said, how terrific it has been for me to have a little more quiet time, to do a little soul searching. In society, a person's mind often is consumed with matters of culture and conversations, he said. Uh, We're always talking about not having enough time to think about such things. Well, said Elder Holland, now we have some time. So with that time, will we be immersed in the things of the soul that we always want to address and, and know very well that we should, but sometimes in the hubbub of daily life, we don't seize the opportunity to do it? But here's the ultimate challenge. It's when we're alone. When we're alone, those are... Uh, those are the times that matter. It's a matter of character. That's when you think about who you really are and what really matters most. And then I love this. He concluded saying, it is a sobering exercise to be quiet and to be alone with yourself. And then to ask yourself, do I like the company? (laughs) Uh, That kind of personal reflection uh, would indeed be time well spent, I think, for all of us. So if you've used the big excuse of, I just don't have time. Well, now you've got time. And we should remember that time is actually the only thing we have. So it is about time. And it's about time. Society slows down long enough to discover what actually matters most. So in the midst of this current crisis, we're going to encourage everybody to ask the question, what would I do if only I had time? And then passionately pursue the answer because it is about time. 
I'm Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Great to be with you on KSL's Inside Sources. And as you go out into the world today, as always, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear-gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind, only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.